When you need to refuel between meetings or running errands, or you just want a healthy snack that squashes your hunger, wonderful pistachios, which come in a variety of flavors and sizes, by the way, are the perfect choice to fill you up and keep you going throughout the day. Wonderful Pistachios is also a good source of protein and a zero-guilt snack. Each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, guys, which gives you over 10% of your daily value. And with flavors like salt and pepper, sweet chili, and seasoned salt in the shelled variety, options like chili roasted, sea salt, and vinegar or jalapeno lime in the no-shell variety, you're sure to please your taste buds while snacking healthy. So check out wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more about how these little green wonders can power up your day. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know you make me wanna shout, kick my heels up and shout, throw my hands up and shout, throw my head back and shout, come on now, don't forget to say you will, don't forget to say yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the Julian Michaels Show. With Janice and, and now Bruce. And now Bruce Paul. It's Paul, not Bruce. It's Bruce. Oh, I'll never forget that day. He's Bruce now. <laughs> and I shall call him Bruce. Bruce. Accepted it. Yeah. Bruce. This is my engineer, Bruce. <laughs> There's no Paul here. I don't even know who Paul oh, is. Dear. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Listen, one day you're going to come in and I'm going to call you Butterfly. <laughs> I'll be like, it's the Jillian Michaels with Butterfly, Butterfly show. show. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> speaking of. Yes. Speaking of your, your faith in, in my ability to to give you an appropriate nickname. Yes. Uh, I wanted to. I, that's a really awkward bridge. I was bridging from your nickname to the topic of faith. But did you, were you buying it? Were you going well, with it? works for me. Have I some could... faith in your new name. No, not so much. Well, that's fine. I cannot find a way to gracefully bridge this, but I want to start out by talking about faith. So there you go. Cool. How's that? Cool. That was choppy as heck. Heck. I'm also working on the swearing. Heck. Hmm? You don't swear in the show. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Occasionally from time to time. But you can't swear in daytime, so I really got to get this out of my system before I end up on the doctor's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't. Congratulations, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. Or yeah. in order. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Yeah, I don't think you've, you haven't even mentioned that. I know I haven't. No, I haven't. Well, actually, this would be a good segue. Uh, so for those of you who have been living under a rock somewhere, which I presume most of you have not, uh, I finished my last season on Biggest Loser about a month ago. Yep. And I will be joining the cast of The Doctors, and I'll be talking about prevention diet and exercise and of course empowerment helping people to take charge of their lives and reclaim their health and i'll also be working with dr phil doing field pieces with dr phil oh cool life coaching stuff i know i'm actually over the moon about it to be truthful it couldn't be it's so which leads me into this next subject because it was such a natural transition it was effortless Mm. it was just i'll never forget (laughs) from the minute i stepped on set at the doctor's, the very first time I ever did the show a couple years ago, 
I had a great time. I ended up, they asked me, they're like, oh, can you stay some extra segments? Bob left. He was like, I got to go. I'm in a hurry. And I was like, yeah, I'll stay. And I ended up staying. And I ended up hitting it off with the executive producer. There's a guy named Andrew Scher, and we became good friends. And, you know, it just was a real natural relationship. And then I ended up meeting Dr. Phil and his son, Jay, and we became friends. And I'll tell the story in this segment on faith in just a minute. But it was meant to be. It was meant to be. And it's all about having that faith and trusting that when you're in your truth and you follow your heart... What's meant to be is going to be. What's meant to come into your life is going to come into your life. But so many people don't have that faith in their ability to land on their feet or in, I hate to say, the universe, God, life, whatever you want to call it, to assist assist you in on your true path. And I want to give you an example. I have to give you an example so it makes sense, and, and it's going to be the doctor's example. For a long time now. I've just, you know, while I've loved Biggest Loser and I've been so grateful for the platform, it's been a long time that I've been ready to move on, Mm -hmm. try new things. And it's no secret that I've always wanted to be in a daytime platform. And the reason is because it allows me to do more of what we do on this show, which is speak directly to the audience. I hate to say audience because it sounds condescending, but I don't, I don't know any other word for it. It's just speak directly to the public. Have a direct conversation where I'm not being edited. No one's manipulating my character or the words that I'm saying. There's no agenda. It's about inf- information and inspiration. That's it. Pure. It's not a game show. There's no villain. I want that personally for me, for my work. I crave that medium. And I've always perceived daytime and things like what we're doing with the podcast as being the right platform. But I'm on The Biggest Loser, and it's a hit show. It's a hit primetime show, and everybody wants to be in primetime, quote-unquote, theoretically, so to speak. But I'm just not happy it's getting to the point where I'm just not feeling like I have a platform that is in line with my message and I'm not able to be who I want to be or do who I want to do or do who I want to do. Well, you know what? I'm not. Do who I want to do or do what I want to do or say what I want to say. So anyway, now we're on season eight of The Biggest Loser and I signed four seasons. I'm on for eight, nine, ten and eleven. And that's two years pretty much is what it breaks down to. And the network was saying, oh, you know what, we'll give you a primetime spinoff and we can do it in between loser. You know, you don't want to be in daytime. Daytime is a wasteland. No one's in, daytime doesn't work. It's a dead medium. Mm-hmm. Times have changed. And losing it, it just, you know what, it wasn't right from go. And one of the best lessons I ever learned uh, was from Susie Orman with losing it when I saw all these problems on the landscape of, you know, it was ridiculous. They were crashing it into a schedule that was impossible to try to fit it in around Biggest Loser. And they were, you know, never committed to the show. And when I tried to speak up about it, it was like, you know, shut up and don't be difficult or you'll never work in this town again kind of threats. And my lesson and Susie, when all was said and done, she goes, did you know there were problems? And I was like, yes, I knew there were problems. I, I got railroaded. I couldn't stop it. And she said, this is your fault then. Because you should have stopped it. You did have the power to stop it. And you didn't have faith in your ability to say no, in your ability to set boundaries, 
and your ability to protect yourself and you didn't have faith in the fact that you would have value no matter how much they threatened you. That when they said stuff to you like you're compromising your, you know, your reputation and you better blah, 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 that I didn't have faith that that was horse crap. Right. And that I have value and I would land on my feet. I was scared. I got intimidated and I got bullied into a situation that didn't work. And so now I'm finishing up Biggest Loser and everybody, I mean, every, my agents, my all of our licensing partners, because I mean, I have a publisher. I have uh, a DVD company that distributes all of my exercise videos. I have a partner in K-Swiss that creates a clothing line with me. I have an exercise equipment partner in Icon. I have all of these partners that I work with to create all of these products. And they want a television platform. And they're going, oh my God, you've got to be kidding. You cannot walk off this show. This is a hit show. This is a hit show. Please don't do this. Everyone's freaking out. And yet they're, you know, they're gentle because they're like, okay, she's proven herself. She's got a dream. Like we got to be real careful, you know, but, but please don't leave. And everyone's afraid. And if you walk away from this television platform, who knows what will happen? And the fear begins. Mm. Here we go again. And I looked at my life on Biggest Loser and Oprah said it best uh, on an episode of The Masterclass. It was an episode about her on her own network. (laughs) And she basically said, the universe speaks to you in whispers. First. (laughs) (laughs) First. (laughs) First. And then it throws a little pebble and then a brick and then the whole wall is going to come down on you. So... You know, the universe was speaking to me in whispers for a long time about, you know, it's time, it's time, it's time, and then stones, and then bricks, and then season 11, I mean, the wall came down on me on that show for, you know, things that we don't need to get into here. But one day, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um... We got a, uh, they didn't end up, they never ended up airing this, but Bob and I were in the gym and we had gotten a video from Brett and Cara, who were the two new trainers, to our contestants because they were at an undisclosed location and Bob and I were on the Biggest Loser Ranch and we got a video to our contestants and, you know, it was like, we're going to kick your butt and this and that. And then they basically went off on Bob and I and they're like, your trainers are a joke. Your trainers are cake. You know, your trainers are, and granted, I know that it was the producers, I'm sure, that told them to say this stuff. But I sat there and I thought, 11 seasons on the show and I got to get a video when I come into work telling me that I'm a joke and I'm cake. This is not the job for me. I am miserable here. And it was stuff like that constantly, all the time. And of course, they didn't end up airing the video because we ended up beating Brett and Cara that week and <laughs> and subsequently the, the rest ultimate, of the season. The ultimate. No ego. But we ended up destroying Brett and Cara. Yeah. Uh, but it also made them unlikable. It was so unlike. It was a, just an unlikable thing to do. Um, and it, totally. I'm but, sorry. It just totally. it, Well, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. but there was a, it's, things like that were, you know, rife behind the scenes on Biggest yeah. Loser. Anyway, yeah. point being, I was miserable. I was truly miserable. I was not happy creatively and I was not happy on the show. And everybody, everybody was like, you can't walk away. You can't walk away. And there comes the fear again. And I just said, you know what? My life, I would not be miserable here if I was meant to stay. This goes against everything I know, everything I've learned, and everything I believe. I set my boundaries and said, these are the things I can live with. 
These are the things I cannot. And they just demolished my boundaries and did whatever they wanted on that show. And I knew, I listened to the signs and I was like, the wall is coming down on me. I've overstayed. I had to finish my contract. Now I'm leaving. So I announced that I'm leaving. By the way, with no other job, nothing, no other job in play. I didn't have another gig. I was like, I want to start a family. That's what I'm going to focus on. And I know the platform that I want. I'm going to put it into the world. I want to be in a daytime platform where I have you know, my direct relationship with the audience, where no one can manipulate my words, where I can get out information. And it's creatively in line with the message of the show is in line with the message of, of me, Jillian Michaels, and my, quote, brand. And I walked off. That was it. I announced I'm leaving, right? What are you going to do? I'm like, I don't know. Take a year off. So I start putting out feelers because I figure, well, the soonest I could even get into daytime would be fall 2012. And I start putting out feelers about it. And, you know, so we're talking to, to um, CBS and Fox and NBC and this and that. And it's like, oh, it was just it was so such a kind of Herculean endeavor. Mm-hmm. And I call my friend Andrew Cher at the doctor's one day. And I go, listen, I'm, I'm like, I'm looking at this opportunity and I'm looking at that opportunity and I'm looking at this opportunity and, you know, what do you think? And we're kind of going back and forth. And he said, I got an opportunity for you. <laughs> I got one for you. And I was like, what? What is it? And he goes, what do you think about coming and being a fifth chair on the doctors? And I mean, in the, it just didn't even... You know, the show's called The Doctors. It didn't even, it wasn't something that had been, I never even. You don't even even have a lab coat. No, I don't even have a pair of scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. Nor do I have a stethoscope thing. Yeah, no. Which I would like an honorary one. I'm going to make that clear. I'm just going to walk around and like put it on people's heads. (laughs) Hello. I can hear your thoughts. I can hear your thoughts. I know what you're thinking. I mean, I'm so excited. Uh, And it was something, you know, I couldn't even, I I, was something I didn't even know would have been an an option. And he goes, we want to broaden out the show. We want to talk about prevention. We want to talk about empowerment. We want more emotion on the show. He's like, we love you here. You'd be a natural fit. I'm po- talking to Dr. Phil and Jay. Dr. Phil's son and Jay McGraw produces the show. And uh, what do you think? And I was like, what do I think? <laughs> this is a done deal for me. Are you kidding? I like, I get to work with people who I love, who love me in a daytime platform. It's everything that I wanted. But let me tell you that I went for eight months of nothing. I announced I was leaving Biggest Loser and eight months went by and I was like, I'm fine. I trust in my ability to land on my feet. I trust that the right opportunity is going to come. I'm going to sit in this unknown space and give it to God and have faith in my truth, in my authenticity, in my passion, and in my ability to be okay. Granted, I had some panicked moments in therapy. I'm not going to lie. Just, <laughs> I, I am not going to lie. I am the, not going to lie. Times. I, I mean, I was in the boat with my shrink. I'm like, I know I'm doing the right thing. I know I'm doing the right thing. Please tell me I'm doing the right thing. He's like, you're not just going to disappear. You're not just going to disappear, Jillian. He's like, you you got to have some faith in yourself, yeah. in your abilities, and in your truth and having faith in kind of the whole system and the way that it works. And the truth of the matter is my favorite quote of all time, when you do what you love, the universe conspires on your behalf and it becomes effortless. Hmm. When you're on the wrong path, life chases you out of it. And here's another example that I've talked about before 
I was a fitness trainer for many, many years. Uh, well, many years, from 17 to 23. And at 23, I started dating somebody who worked in the entertainment industry. And I got into the entertainment industry. And I started working as a motion picture packaging agent. It took me years. I worked my way up from an assistant starting at the end of 23, beginning of 24. And by 27, I had, oh, my God. I mean, I had kicked, clawed, fought, screamed, bit, blah, 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 to get into the business. So I end up becoming an agent. And then when all said and done, I end up getting myself blackballed out of the industry. <laughs> it was not, it was impossible to get there, right? I mean, yeah. I, it was so difficult. I was, I was swimming upstream. And then I end up getting caught in this political cluster between these two powerful agents and getting myself fired. So to make a long story short, I ended up looking at, okay, what was I playing out here? I was saying like, bad daddy to the agent who had been doing, you know, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I'm going to punish you because in my mind, unconsciously, it was my father that had been a bastard my whole life. And I was like, I'm going to tell, y- you know, and it was historical for me. Ended up getting myself fired. Big lesson for me, by the way, that has saved me many times in other aspects of my career is learning how to not get triggered and stay out of that mess. But the point is that divine intervention took place. I ended up going back to work as a fitness trainer, and that's when I really understood this is my truth. I need to have faith that I can make a career out of being a trainer. I need to have faith that if I pursue this, I will be protected. And I yeah. I mean, look, yeah. it, and sure enough, doors opened. So this whole segment, my whole point is about faith right now, and it's faith in you, faith in your deserving to be happy and to be healthy and faith in your truth, in your authentic passion and your journey that the universe. And again, I'm going to say, I don't care. Insert whatever you want, your God, your nature, your universe. I don't care. But there's there's more. There's more than just you. There is. Even if it's just even if it's just the person sitting next to you, there's an energy on this planet. Everything is made of energy. We're all made up of the same energy. So there's more. There is an energetic flow, no matter how you want to label it. And it will work with you when you are in the zone. And then the other day, I'm doing this segment with Marlo Thomas uh, for this little show she's got on AOL, this live chat thing. It's really cute. And she says to me, I do this segment, Jillian, where I walk through the streets and I talk to women about their the biggest regret in life. And all of them say they regretted that they didn't follow their passion. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a singer. I wanted to be whatever, whatever it might have been. And it all comes down to that again. Faith. Hmm. Faith that it's okay to do what you love. Faith that you'll make a living at it. Faith that when you're in your truth, you're going to be guided and protected. So I want you guys to start experimenting with this a little bit because it's terrifying. It is. It's going to be terrifying to live in that unknown space. That unknown space is feels like a free fall. You're just literally hurtling towards the earth through space, <laughs> waiting for impending doom to strike. But it doesn't. You know what happens? You end up landing on your feet in a better place, in a happier place than you originally were. So start looking at your life and taking little steps. Where are you unhappy? Where do you want to make some changes? Is it a relationship? Are you in an unhealthy relationship? Can you have the faith to leave that and know that you will love again? You will find somebody else again. It will be okay and you will be okay on your own for a while. Is it that? Is it a job that you hate? 
Mm-hmm. Is it, you know, what is it? What is it? I want you to start identifying these things and taking little steps of moving into the unknown. Because when you move into the unknown, you create room for an infinity of possibility to enter. But the monkey bar to monkey bar style of life of one relationship right into the next, one job right into the next. Now, I know it's tougher with work because money becomes an issue. So, you know, we try to we try to go from one job to the next. But if you have the luxury of having that sort of incubation period or leaving a dead end job while looking for another, take it. Take it and walk away from something so you can create space for something else. Because this opportunity never would have come had I stayed on Biggest Loser. I was under a contract. I could not work on other shows. I had to become available to start entertaining other offers. And it's the same thing with your love life. You can't go from relationship to relationship. You can, but it would really be a bad idea. People get hurt. You don't give yourself space. You don't allow yourself to sit in the quiet and see what comes up and do the work. Have faith, faith, real big, very important, critical piece of the equation when it comes to accomplishing your goals and being happy in your life. All right, I'm done. Wow. I'm off the soapbox. That was... Woo! Huh? No, that was great. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Hey, we had somebody else, somebody, there there is somebody, I won't say greater, but I will say your peer, who's great, is coming on next. Dr. V? Yeah. I'm excited. All right, she's coming up. Let's do it! So, our guest today, my very favorite, Dr. Van Hurley. Mm-hmm. I also like to call Dr. V Money. Yeah, Dr. V Money. <laughs> you didn't know that, Dr. V, but that's your new name, Dr. V Money. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. don't know what that means, Jillian, but well, like, thank you for having me back. Yeah, when you see <laughs> Dr. V, there was a movie like with Vince Vaughn. It had to have been maybe 10, 15 years ago called Swingers, and they would call each other money. Like, you're so money, man. Oh, and I think it means, like, it. you're so cool. So you're like... You're, yeah. Anyway, Doctor. Okay, so this is an honor. <laughs> this is a big deal, Doctor. Yeah, very few people get get the the money in their nickname. That's I'm that's big. My head down. Thank you. Anytime. This so, buddy, how are you saving my life today? And of course, the lives <laughs> of our listeners. But I don't really care because I'm truly selfish at heart. I just I pretend that this is for the podcast, but it's really for me to get free medical advice from you. Okay, Jillian, you're very kind, and, and, and Janice the same. Look, this is what it is. When we talk about, and we'll go through, top seven foods you should have every day. Okay. Jillian, you know this. You've lived it your whole life. You've done the wrong thing like I have. You've done the right thing, yes. and then you do a mixture. There are no top seven foods. Okay. And I think it's a really important message to send to all of us, and that is, It's moderation again, and you have to pick out a category. So the first thing that we all know is everyone needs protein, everyone needs carbohydrates. We'll talk about that in these top seven. Mm -hmm. Really important thing, everyone needs fat. I was going to say healthy fat in there as well. Okay. And why you need healthy fat is because there's so many other elements that we can only absorb in our body and hold on to if we have fat, like good old vitamin D, a fat-soluble vitamin. If you don't have the fat, you can't bind it, you can't keep it. So we have to kind of find that balance. I have a really quick 
test that I tell people about fats, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to start with that. It's not a top seven, but we'll get right to the top seven. It has to do with take a food, any food you want, rub it in your hands, put it together, make a gamish in your hands. A gamish. That's cute. <laughs> let okay. it just drop off. And even if you want, run some water over your hands. Okay. If you see an oily residue, if you see stuff sticking, you know you're eating some kind of food, some kind of thing that you put together, maybe good, maybe bad, but ultimately I think it's going to be bad because it's sticking. When you see a filmy residue that doesn't just wash off or drop off, you know you probably got too many fats. So it's the really? old shake, shake your own hand test. Okay, that's. But what if it's what if it's like olive oil and it leaves yeah. that sort of greasy well, residue? Is and, that and okay? I was just going to say that's what you were talking about with healthy fats. So okay. if you see that, then you come to Jillian, to me, to to those and say, hey, I just did it with olive oil, and we will say, well, these are all the reasons this is good. But okay. you still have to do it in moderation. If you drink a bottle of olive oil a day... You'll be huge. You'll be huge. Yeah. And you, you counterbalance the good things. So let's get right into it. And okay. it's going to be an interesting thing, and I talked to a couple of the people that I work with also, and we all came up with the number one first thing together, which is, and I'm going to say spinach, but really? it's green leafy vegetables. Okay. It's really interesting that if you talk to different doctors, nutritionists, and I went through it, as I said, with my own team, everybody came up with that the number, not number one in order, but one of the most Oh, I was thinking number one in order. I was like, no, spinach beats everything out. I was like, okay. Yeah, one of the first things that comes to mind on a daily basis is you need green, we all need green leafy vegetables. Right. That can be spinach, kale, chard however you get it, and why it's really important we see is not only the fiber, and we'll go into that, but we see there's actually folate, which reduces heart disease, stroke, and osteoporosis. There's omega-3s. There's lutein. There's omega-3s in leafy greens? if you can believe it, there actually is. Because I'm pretty good at the food thing, and that's actually something that I I was not aware of, because we always think of that as fish oil. And and of course you do, but there happens to be that there is in the green leafy vegetables, we see that there's an element of omega-3. So even people that say they can't take it in a fishy sense, you're not going to get the same dose, Jillian. I'm not going to lie about that. The fact is you get some. The other things you get are lutein. Lutein is really important for eye health. There's a very common disease, unfortunately, as we get older, called macular degeneration, Mm -hmm. where people actually go blind, and we don't have good treatments for it. We don't understand why it happens. It's one of the reasons we tell even our children wear sunglasses, protect your eyes, especially if you're light eyes, light color, and lutein is in spinach and these green vegetables. But here's another one that's really important that people don't think about, and that is there is some data to show that if you eat green leafy vegetables, you not only increase your blood flow, potentially through the omega-3s or folate, but you get a better, what I call, sexual response. Because oh, Janice think, is so excited! Janice <laughs> just jumped up and down! But it's because it seems, and again, these are non-clinical studies, so okay. we practice evidence-based medicine, but it seems to have an increased effect on blood flow to the groin and the genitals. It does? It, well, this oh, God, is what every, we there's going to be a run on spinach <laughs> now, Dr. Say, me. But it's, oh, but, my gosh. But I I'm done that. giving the stuff I grow in the backyard to the housekeeper. <laughs> I am keep. I will tell you right now that we are making that at home every night. But I'm telling you now, it is something that we've seen, and I think wow. it's really important because if you think about it, you get all these great benefits. 
it's hard sometimes to eat spinach. I mean, you can have half a cup cooked. That actually will get it done, if you can believe it. Uh, one cup fresh. I mean, you can get this in pretty quickly. Munch it like a bag of chips. Don't have the bag of chips. Have a bag of spinach. And obviously, there's been all the other issues in the past with E. coli and wrong sources. Yeah. Look, get your spinach. Wash it up nicely. Get the fresh one. Grow it in your garden. Yeah, that's spinach. what we do. We grow it in the garden. Yep, yep. Mm. we try to. It's I, not, I probably you know, more successful than we have been. Well, I, luckily, I live with somebody who has an extremely green thumb. So oh, I, I, it's been tremendously helpful. But I would say for those of you who are interested in growing your own, go online. There's so much information. Because once you know the basics, it's not hard at all. And it actually takes very minimal time. And you can grow it in a little planter box on your windowsill even. It's like you plant the seeds, you tend to it, you make sure it's got adequate water and it's, you know, it's incredible. And suddenly you're giving, I'm giving pounds of produce to the freaking housekeeper because we can't eat it all. You can't get it done. And and you know what? Again, everyone get their cup in because it it makes a difference for so many reasons. Again, the lutein, the omega-3s, the folates, and potentially this increase in blood flow that we see over the long run. All of this is just good, good, good. Okay? Awesome. So that's number one. Okay. Number two, we're going to go to proteins. And I have to put them in there quickly with the spinach and the green leafy vegetables because you know how I feel about this. Protein is our lasting energy source. Yeah. The best sources we have we know are going to be our lean proteins. And that I'm not talking to our vegans and so forth because we can talk about that. But you want to look at lean chicken. You want to look at lean fish. You want to look at lean turkey. You want to look at, you know, a lot of people will go to tofu and they'll go to soy. And I know uh, we have our own different thoughts about I know. how that, yep, how that <laughs> affects binding to estrogen or, or hormonal receptors. Right. But the key thing is, even if you do your three bean salad, protein is critical. And why it's so critical, and we've seen it over and over, is if you look back at what the USDA, what we looked at in these food pyramids, I don't know if you guys remember this. Remember the triangle? That no, of course. You? Yeah. Yes. Well, if you look at all these things, that was kind of chucked out, that theory, because everyone said, well, wait a minute, you can't eat out of the five food groups and this and that and all this stuff. But protein keeps coming back, even in everyone's thinking at the top, because when you eat protein, not only are you building muscle, but you're building bone density. Yeah. And most importantly is you have what we call satiety which means you feel full. You actually get some energy source in you that is a great building block, and it lasts for four to six hours. That's critical because it breaks down more slowly in the system. Right. Part of the obesity epidemic that we're seeing in our children, let alone all the adults, is that we're not getting enough lean protein in. And, you know, guys and gals, anyone listening, you can go, and I understand this because I have to do it when I leave my clinic at you know late at night and doing home visits. You can actually go, and Jillian, you're going to not like that I'm saying this, Uh-oh. to a <laughs> oh, dear. fast food, quick service oh. purveyor. Oh. You can get a lean chicken patty. You can get a veggie patty. They I make mean, those grilled chicken sandwiches. Protein oh, style, and they call it protein style. You can do it everywhere can i name names i don't want to name the places oh i'm gonna have a heart attack but i appreciate i appreciate that you're making it you know what in and out makes those animal style i remember when i used to animal style is i can talk to you about animal style it's protein style so if you drive through in and out you said the name not me i did you're right i did i did i did lettuce they you can ask no mayo no sauce and what they do is you get that actually that meat wrapped yeah. in with tomato with onion with pickles and lettuce and a big lettuce wrap and basically it becomes a lettuce wrap 
hamburger. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So I'm putting yeah. it out there because we all you. have to work our day and we all have to get it done, right? No, you need, ex- you're right, you need accessible, you need things you, that you are accessible to, and it's a much better choice than a slice of pizza or fries. Okay, and you bring up a really important point, that protein, get the protein in and get in some of, of the veg and fiber. Okay. Number three, interesting, yogurt um, keeps coming up. And right. And what we see, and a lot of people can't do dairy. The, is it the probiotics? So... It's a probiotic. Yeah. So you know it. Yep. Yeah. And I take them every day. Every yeah. day. And so there's so many great yogurt products out there. But you can know, we used to make, my mom used to get, gosh, when the milk went bad, you hung it in the cheesecloth and you made yogurt and cheese. I mean, we used to do all that stuff. Wow. You can actually do this. And why it's so important and really important to look at the live and active cultures is that we see that that good bacteria, because remember, on our skin, we have a certain set of bacteria that live on us. Right. Also, in our gut, meaning from uh, literally our lips all the way down to our anus, we have bacteria. They work with us in what we call symbiosis, right? Right. They work together. They help us prevent disease. They protect us. Anyone that's been on a long-standing course of antibiotics will know Brutal. they're antibacterial. They kill all what we call our normal gut flora. You kill the garden of your gut, and that protects you because those bacteria protect you. So even if you're on antibiotics or not, it's actually a really important thing to do. We like it as endocrinologists because you get actually the addition of calcium. A lot of folks can't tolerate it. I understand that when it comes in a a dairy element. There's other ways you can get some probiotics. Drinks and so forth don't spend tons of money. And the one caveat is that there are patients who have a multiple really bad diseases, Jillian, they have cancer, they're on steroids, they're trying to go through chemotherapy, right. different things. They have to be careful with probiotics. Oh, re- yeah. this is news? Why some- is that? Because you're introducing bacteria oh, wow. that okay. are good bacteria, but their body is so immunocompromised, meaning they can't fight infection, mm. that even a good bacteria can actually become what we call a pathogen or a wow. bad thing in them. So big caveat, not saying you can't take it, but consult your physician, okay. go through it. And it's a really important thing, but get those probiotics in there. Look at all those great agents out there. They've got kefir. They've got you know great alternatives if you can't get the dairy in. I just take a pill every day with my yep. breakfast. Every yep. day. And I just pop a, a little supplement. Yep. Uh, and I just and it, every day and I noticed my digestion was better. Yeah. I had more energy. I was getting sick less. Yeah. I mean, it made it made a massive difference. So so work with you know those bacteria because they work with us. And it's funny because all this um, um, now I'm diverting, but all this gel and Purell and all the stuff we yes. use. Yes. There's a lot of folks in the medical world that say if you're doing that, you're actually stopping really helpful bacteria that protect us. Again, we have the external skin bacteria and yeah. the internal ones. Not only that, that stuff has got all kinds of toxic ingredients yep. in it, like yep. propylene glycol, which yep. causes yep. liver damage. We don't, and, we don't want all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Exactly. So, we, we don't really want all that stuff. <laughs> we don't need yeah. that. That's how they de-ice planes, the propylene glycol. Yeah, so, yeah and you, it's in our foods, some of our processed foods, and it's in these products. Yep. Anyway. So yeah. I, I think that we it's a really important point, and I think that's why it comes up you know, at number three. So, number four. Mm. Now, another maybe a surprise. Okay. Tomatoes. Because of the lycopene? Absolutely. And the, the fact vitamin that C. we have now seen that I'm playing a guessing game. This is, I'm like this. It's 20 quid. Yeah, C, lycopene. <laughs> Jeopardy. But you yeah. know you're good, but you live, you live the life. This yeah. is what you do. You're yeah. a specialist in this area, Jillian, so you know it. And a lot of folks won't know that lycopene 
is a very important anti-inflammatory, but what's really critical about it is that we've seen in studies, literally, it reduces bladder cancer, it prostate cancer, skin yeah. cancer, stomach cancer, and coronary disease, as well as lung cancer, which seems to be on the rise, and we don't understand why that is. So it's critical to try and get these tomatoes in there. The lycopene is important, and what a lot of people don't know is if you can't get fresh tomatoes, even processed, and we, yeah. you know, we don't like them. Tomato but, you know, sauce. I've heard, I've, in fact, I've heard like tomato sauce. And, yeah, they're just as potent. Yeah. So get it in. Get your tomatoes in. Now, again, caveat to all of this. When you get it processed, you get a lot of salt and sodium. So if you have your juices and, you know, one glass of tomato juice a day is what we're talking about, that kind of thing to get 22 milligrams of lycopene. But the idea is if you do all that, remember, if you have a problem with blood pressure or water retention, try and do it naturally. Eight red cherry tomatoes a day will give it to you. Is that it? That's it. You get, we, get, we really yep. need this spinach salad. Uh, we, we, th- we throw our cherry yep. tomatoes on it, and then we're good to go. Is that it? That's it. Oh, wow. It's, okay. it's shocking, right? I mean, yeah. it's, it's the, uh, eight cherry tomatoes, and you can get them, I think, everywhere. Because I, mean, I, you know, something I always just thought of it as like, okay, I would do like the spoonful, like the two tablespoons of tomato sauce, because it, it just, you know, I never thought of it as little. It's shame on me. Uh, just going eight cherry tomatoes, that's nothing. Wow, Jillian, now you're surprising me, because even I... What, what I use them is I use them like as little in-between snacks, and I have the little crates sitting around the office and other places, and that's I just excellent. go grab them like a little snack. Yeah, that's a, g- a great idea. You can eat them all day. Your kids can eat them. Get them used to eating them. They're really fun to eat, right? They squirt in your mouth. It, it, it's got all the, the things you want for a nice food. Yeah. So really easy. So that one's good. We're going to go on to number five, which has to do with colored fruits and vegetables. Okay, so this is right. dye, like natural colors. Now, you know where I'm going, Jillian. I do. All it's the antioxidants absolutely. live in the... But right. a really important thing that we're seeing that there are a whole bunch of drinks out, and you'll see it in pomegranate and other things, but more importantly, you'll see it in drinks that have betalanes in. So okay. these have to do with inflammatory dyes. They're anti-inflammatory, I should say. Not inflammatory. They're mm. anti-inflammatory. They come in red and yellow and very Natural robust. sources of color we're Absolutely. talking about. Absolutely. And right. guess what the biggest one is? Beets. So really? Beets. So number five, which is really a root vegetable, is a beet. But also, if you look at what's going on with beets, uh-huh. we see that you probably can reduce the chances of autoimmune disease, which wow. is funny. And what people may not know is autoimmunity is when the body turns on itself. That has to do with diseases like lupus Mm -hmm. and rheumatoid arthritis and a whole bunch of even thyroid disease. But beets, it's like if you can get a beet in somewhere. Now, there's a lot of betalanes also in prickly pear and cactus. Harder for us to get. There's a lot of different cultural foods. And we used to have, you know, uh, a gal that worked with us and, and she made cactus and salads. And it's fantastic because you can even in those green cactus get it. But the other places that you can get it is those red, red, or yellow, yellow fruits and vegetables. Really important. We add in to that list that whole area of carrots, blueberries. I mean, you can go on and on, right? Right. Because when you look at carrots, you also get the carotene. And that carotene we know is anti-asthma, anti-rheumatoid arthritis. Try and get them in. It's really important. Even a half a cup. I mean, have a carrot. I mean, honestly, have a carrot. Chomp on it. Yeah. Be careful with the sugars. It has some sugars in it. 
but just have it even as a snack. And a lot of people that I see now will actually get a whole bag of carrots. You can get these huge bags. I call them horse bags. That's what I, I was just, I get them for my horse, actually. I was like, I get, I'm like, I've got to start dipping you know into what? Buzz's Wash carrots more often. And give them to yourself, your yeah. children, have them. Same thing with blueberries. I mean, blueberries are fantastic, right? And and same thing. The every colors, morning. it's really rich in every color. Morning. Yeah. A cup of fresh, half a cup frozen even if you can't get them. Rich in A and C additionally, as well as the fact that you see that you may improve memory loss. So we're talking about the colored fruits and vegetables, number five. It's really, I think it's really important actually. Okay. So we then go on to number six, black beans. Now that's is this the resistant time. starch? It, Not only for starch, but what we've seen is with the anthocyanins, mm-hmm. these are antioxidants that seem to increase brain function. And it's especially in the black beans. Now, you can eat peas and lentil, lentils and go to pinto and kidney beans right. and even feva and lima beans, but it seems to be the black beans. So, you know, you'll go to a restaurant sometimes and they'll say pinto or black, and yes. I always pick mm. the pinto beans, I'm being honest, because <laughs> I actually really love them. But the black bean seems to have more of this. It protects your heart. It gives you a massive amount of brain power. And what they say is that it may help in the long run memory function. Now, of course, the biggest thing that we've all been talking about is fiber. And this is kind of our fiber element here because we know, and that's really where we go next, is our fiber element. The black beans and how we get fiber and how we bring it in in a healthy, non-fat way is critical. Why is it critical? Because other than lung cancer that I had mentioned, colon cancer, and we're seeing it in men and women, yeah. is on the rise. And if you think about black beans or any other healthy fibers, whether you're looking at quinoa and oats and other things, they're the bristle brushes of the colon. Think about it. Every time you eat it, what you're doing is you're sort of scouring your little system out if we could do that in our homes with our pipes, we'd do it every day. If there's yes. something you could put in there, yeah. you know what I mean? That's natural. This is a way to push through literally the you-know-what yep. and clean out the colon. Also, you get a benefit to your health and healing. Right. Black so, beans. Okay. I. You know something? I did not know that they... I always thought it was uh, the kidney beans first, yeah, but it's yeah. the black beans first. It's the black beans first. Now, the kidney beans, and you're thinking about it because you're thinking probably about garbanzo or chickpeas and putting them together to try and get the three bean for the protein, yeah. which don't don't forget them. It doesn't mean, again, we're in moderation. You don't forget one because you're doing another. Yes, of but course. But if you have that right. one choice, right. get the black That's beans. That's the one. Got it. That's the choice. Okay. So last one, and it's kind of funny because it's not a food. So maybe this is the top of the top seven. Hmm. has to do with pick something fun to eat. And I know that sounds really odd that I'm saying that, but one of the really important things about how we look at the ritual of food, and I think one of the reasons we get into trouble with food is because it's so social, Try and think out. It's so true. You could not, it's like whenever I have business dinners or I'm like, oh God, you know, I'm trying to get ready for a photo shoot or a project that we're doing. It's like you have all these dinners coming up and it's so difficult because food is centered around everything. And we have to, it's like dinners, parties, holidays. It's really difficult. So, So think about something that if you know you have to go to those things, but you also know that food is your thing. Because yeah. food can be the drug of choice. We know this for a lot of people. Yeah. Very addictive. 
try and think out, and maybe all that all that energy you put into like trying to think of these big meals and all that, think of fun meals. Think, wow, can I go make something really pretty? Whether it's a smoothie or something else, can I get a Kobe burger out of lean turkey? I mean, can I go make something myself? Can I prepare something in a ritualistic way once a week on the weekends that's really fun, that's yeah. exciting, that looks really pretty, that I can actually put in a nice place on my table with my family? We can all have it, and it's a bit of a fiesta, but it's fully healthy because yeah. you put thought into it, and you're eating something really giggly and fun. I say giggly because with my children, that's kind of what we sometimes will try and do if we have the time, but we right. try and do it. And right. that is, do you make some, you know, do you grab some lemons and then put in, squeeze in some other, you know, juices of orange and others and make like popsicles. Popsicles. I remember that fun. as a kid you know, doing that, making those homemade popsicles with the ice trays and things. Exactly. Or think yeah. about, gosh, I have a really different kind of gualsa. I want to make a mango salsa. I want to do something fun. I want to entice my own kind of thought about food, that I have control over the food, and I can make something fun. Yeah, that's... Uh, Dr. V, I have a question for you going yep. back for a second. Uh, there were a lot of diets, like Pritikin, yep. uh, back in the 80s, yeah. that said fat made you fat. Yeah. And, you, you know, you said yourself that you need fat to be able to absorb a lot of these nutrients. Yep. What, where, where, where did that even come from? And people, I think also people have such a misconception about fat. Can you, can you sort of give them like the good, the bad, the ugly? Yeah, exactly. So if you look at fat, fat has a really important purpose. We wouldn't be here if we didn't have fat. It's really critical. First of all, it helps us with temperature regulation. It's an insulation. And especially for women, it has a huge importance in ensuring that we have enough of a certain percentage of body fat so that we can actually ovulate normally right. and actually be pregnant and yeah. carry a baby. Yeah. So fat is our friend. We also know through basic science research, so this is all the lab rat kind of research, that fat is a really strong and important organ. It makes hormones. It converts yep. certain hormones, testosterone to estrogen and vice versa. It's a really critical piece. So fat is not our enemy. The problem is that if you eat excessive, and now we're going to go to like simple sugars, you know, the, mm -hmm. the refined sugars, and, right. you know, which is candy and soft drinks and all that, you know, cookies and all that, you will store that as fat very quickly. Right. So fat has a very important purpose for fertility, for temperature regulation, for vitamins, for uptake of vitamins and solubility. We know that there's bad fat, like the visceral fat, and that just means organ fat. It right. sits around our liver, for instance, or in our liver. That can cause heart attacks. But there's Ugh. also good fat and maybe more protective fat, like the fat under our skin called the subcutaneous fat. So what we know is, again, we have to have a real respect for fat. We don't want excess amounts because right. then it can start converting and taking a mind of its own. It's like you bring something in that says, wow, I can do all this stuff. And some of it isn't good stuff, right? Right. But most of it is. So what we want to do is remember that you still need, as you said, the olive oils. You still need healthy fats. In moderation. But you need them in moderation. Got it. And if you start That's to see so key. That you have that central belly fat, um, which I, you know, I can speak for myself and others, you slowly see over time because Doc, all what are you talking about? Like, for everyone out there, Doc, Dr. V is a specimen. Mm -hmm. You are in fabulous but, shape. But here's the thing, Jillian, 
my point is actually, and thank you, but my point is we all have to work at it because we slowly will start yeah. to tend to get an excess. Yeah. And it's a really tough thing to shift. Don't get rid of all your fat. I have had lectures even this week with patients who are too lean. They aren't going to do well. They don't have normal periods. They're not going to be fertile. They're going to have osteoporosis. You need fat. But okay. we all need fat in a right proportion. Thank you so much, Dr. Van Hurley. Dr. V Money. Dr. V Money. <laughs> Dr. V Money. That's funny. As always, uh, yeah. educating us, inspiring us to live our healthiest, happiest lives. Well, thank you, Jillian. This was a this was a longer one and a little bit more that we have to talk about because we, you know, there's so many great foods out there. Sure. But hopefully, we touched on a couple of the really important ones. Yeah. Well, and and also, I think you you helped illustrate for people that food can be medicinal. Absolutely. That it has has all of these preventative qualities yeah. so that you don't, we don't have to, you know, no offense, doctor, we don't end up in your office saying, oh my God, I'm sick. My Save goal, my life. Nobody does, Jillian. That's the whole point. And, and here's the thing. All the things we talked about, you can eat it literally till the cows come home. You yeah. can eat all this stuff. You're right. I mean, you can get this in. You're not going to be hungry. That's right. And you're, you're not going to gain weight from spinach Ab- and cherry tomatoes. Absolutely. But you're sure going to have a smile on your face, apparently, from that <laughs> spinach. Hello, Mary. Well, I'll leave that one to you, Jillian. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. V. Thank Thanks, you. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. Oh, you like that spinach tip, huh, well, Jay? I, it was right off the top. It was like, wasn't spinach? Yes, the first number I one. I didn't know that. I'm not going to kid you. Well, I, I didn't just... know about the... the Side effects. Yeah. The bonus That's what material. I'm about. There's the, a bonus. Yeah, it's my housekeeper's going to be like this. No spinach this week? I'm going to be like, no. No, we're keeping that here. We're keeping, we're give keeping that, that. Give that back. Give me my give me that bowl. spinach. <laughs> Inez. Thief. I need it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, guys. Real quick. Uh, a special offer for you from GoDaddy for all my podcast listeners. Uh, register a domain name at GoDaddy.com for only $1. How about that? Cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, usually like 10 bucks, One buck. And it includes email, an easy site builder with hosting, and more. That means that you can get on the internet right now for just a buck. What else can you do for a buck these days? Not, not How about lot. nothing? <laughs> How about nothing? <laughs> How about Zippo? <laughs> to get the $1 deal, all you got to do is go to GoDaddy.com, find your domain, and enter Jillian1. Like the number one. The number one, okay. The number one. Jillian1 in your cart when you check out. Hurry, because this offer is only good for the first 10,000 redemptions or until July 15th, 2011. See GoDaddy.com for all the details. Huh? Janice is going to go on there Very right good. now. Go, Jay. You've got the jump. No, we got to go. Janice one. Janice two. Janice three. Janice is hot. Janice likes spinach. Janice. Janice loves the spinach. Okie dokie. Have a rock and roll day. Peace. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet 
The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years, one of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore because it's here and it's funny. And I love you.